Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily become with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Prey on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen, but you wield it like a kid that's found his dad's gun. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc is now in the possession of the Army. Too many others know what's happening out there, and no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth, the dignity, the rights of man. That state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. About time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Broadcasting from the Sonoran Desert, I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings Radio. If you'd like to contact the show, email us at rdgable at yahoo.com. Find us on social media, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. My personal page is there as well, Ryan Gable, G-A-B-L-E. And you can find us on Twitter at TST underscore underscore radio. 
Our website is www.thesecretteachings.info. You can find our show archive there or search on the mini radio and podcast players for The Secret Teachings. But if you go to the website, you can find the archive that does not have those algorithmic placed advertisements. You'll also be supporting the show by subscribing. You'll get access to the montage archive, private RSS feed, and more. And when you subscribe or buy a book, you support The Secret Teachings Monday through Friday, five nights a week, right after Ground Zero and Clyde Lewis. And yes, our archives are different, so you'll have to subscribe to Clyde separately. Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific. That's 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And if you have any issues technically listening to the show on other platforms, the best way to listen is groundzero.radio. That's groundzero.radio, as well as the Secret Teachings Archive after the show. It is Friday, August 12th, 2022, and in thinking of a way to close out the week, I figured we could mix and match some subjects together that sort of play into each other. Earlier this week, we talked about fallacies, especially the false dichotomy fallacy or the falsest dichotomous. The falsest dichotomous is the fallacy in which we give people only a couple of options and we demand an answer based on those potential answers. We don't leave room for free thought. We don't leave room for debate. We ask questions like, are you Republican or Democrat? Do you vote this way or that way? Like George Bush said, you're with us or you're with the terrorists. Like Joe Biden said famously, you don't vote for me, you ain't black. These are falsest dichotomous and they are used every single day in communication, every single day in media. In fact, our entire language seems to be an extension of one or more fallacies. It's almost like every argument we make, every debate we have, every discussion we engage in, every news article we read, every radio thing we hear, every TV broadcast, everything is a fallacy. Everything. From the most commonly recognized fallacy of the ad hominem attack to the false dichotomy, which is really the root of virtually all political, especially conversation. People will call you an anti-vaxxer. They'll call you pro-Putin. They'll say you're a racist. You're a homophobe. And why do people call you those names? Usually because they can't actually debate you. So they start calling you names. And maybe it's because they know that they've lost the conversation. So they, they call you all these terrible names. In fact, somebody called me all these names on Twitter. This is literally what they said. And, and I'll tell you what the post was. I had posted an article about monkeypox. And the article just said that gay men, 98% of monkeypox uh, 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 people have uh, have a, a, a gay lifestyle. Ninety five percent have like more than one gay sexual partner. And somebody said that because I posted that on Twitter with an article which links to the the the, the article itself, it links to the World Health Organization. It's a fact. I was called a bigot, and then 
They also said Ryan Gable, a brief intro. He's an anti-vaxxer, a climate denier, an anti-Semite, a homophobe, and a bigot. Wow. So I'm all those things because I read the World Health Organization's statement on monkeypox. That's the world we're living in. That's what's happening. Oh, sure, that's some, you know, piece of garbage on Twitter. I get that. Probably a sock puppet. But this isn't confined to Twitter. This is how we have conversations every single day. This is how the news tells us about our political opponents or our cultural opponents. This is how we communicate. We can't really argue with somebody. We can't really debate with somebody. So they're just an anti-vaxxer. They're a climate denier. I told the guy, I said, I don't deny the climate. It's beautiful out here. It's very nice and sunny. It's, of course, there's climate. The trees are blowing. There's weather. Or the things are happening. Yes, of course, there's climate. I don't deny climate. What does that even mean? You're an anti, I'm an anti-Semite because I said gay people are having sex and getting monkeypox. I don't even think monkeypox is a real thing, honestly. I think monkeypox is a result of having multiple anal sex partners. Personally, that's what I think it is. Oh, and I guess that makes me a homophobe, too. I actually find it to be quite the opposite. I think if you don't address the root source of monkeypox, which apparently, according to the WHO, not my opinion, according to the WHO, which is the, the gay uh, sex with multiple partners, I think you're actually homophobic if you don't address that. Because we told uh, healthy people to quarantine and social distance. We should be telling gay people to social distance. It might save their lives if there's this deadly virus that doesn't actually kill anybody because it hasn't actually killed anybody, but... Or we could just let Fauci, who ran the AIDS debacle with drugs and antivirals and experimental concoctions from a laboratory that killed a lot of gay people, we could let him run this too, and maybe he'll kill a lot more gay people. And then if you, if you, if you die, then you don't get monkeypox. So that's how, that's how it works. This is just total and absolute psychological warfare everywhere you look. I can't forget this story that I told you about on a recent show. According to a Dr. Stuart Ray, vice chair of medicine for data integrity at Johns Hopkins Department of Medicine. If you think you have COVID, if you feel confident you have COVID, you probably have COVID. So we can just believe whatever we want to believe, and it makes it reality. You can be anything you want to be. You can be a victim of COVID-19. You can be a, a survivor of COVID-19. We use these words, survivor. Oh, I survived achy legs and a sore throat. I'm a hero. You can be anything you want to be. Absolutely anything. And I'm sure that you saw this coming. You know that there was an FBI raid on Trump's compound in Florida, Mar-a-Lago. And you could see it coming from a mile away. I haven't even kept up with this, but you could see it coming from a mile away, maybe two or three miles away. A field office for the Federal Bureau of Investigation was just attacked on Thursday, yesterday, Thursday afternoon. And our man attacked an FBI field office in Cincinnati. Now, they say they believed, believed, they don't know for sure, but they believed he was present at the Capitol on January 6th. And it seems, they don't have any proof, it just seems that he was motivated by the FBI raid on former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago residence. So we think he was at the Capitol. We believe, it seems, he might have been motivated by the raid on Trump's residence. This individual, Ricky Schiffer, 42 years old, 
reportedly arrived at the FBI building armed and wearing body armor about 9.15 a.m. yesterday. He attempted to breach the visitor screening facility. I mean, is, it, is that really what the right word to use? He attempted to breach? It sounds like he attempted to enter into the facility and he, he had a weapon with him. I don't know. if Is that a breach? We use these words, but apparently that's a breach. But what the FBI did to the former president is not a raid. People are really upset about that. It's not a raid. It's not a raid. They changed the definition of the word raid now, too. So we've changed the definition of racism. We've changed the definition of recession. We've changed the definition of virus. We've changed the definition of vaccine. Now we're changing the definition of raid. It wasn't a raid. It was a peaceful encounter. It was a peaceful entry. It was a legal confiscation. All this soft language, all this George Carlin-esque language, all this Orwellian language. I guess... The man tried to breach the center by, well, he just walked into it, literally. He just walks in, an alarm is triggered, and the man had a nail gun with him, and he fired it at FBI personnel or security, and he fled to his car and headed toward the Ohio Interstate. Ohio State Highway Patrol followed in pursuit, according to NBC News, and the man has, I guess, an AR-15-style rifle, I don't know what that is because there, I mean, I have an AR-15 myself, but I don't have an AR-15 style rifle. Is that, is that is an AR-15 style rifle? I just want you to think about the words that are used. He breached the FBI headquarters, but actually he just walked in the door and an alarm went off. Was that the metal detector? And then he fired a nail gun. And they say, we believe he was at the Capitol. Well, that doesn't mean that he was. And even if he was, what is that? What is that supposed to mean? Or what are you trying to imply? Oh, we, we, he, he was motivated by the raid on Donald Trump's residence. See, we believe it seems an AR-15 style. These are just all the talking points. He breached. He breached the FBI center. And then, you know, you see the video. He's just walking in the door. Yeah, he breached it. Uh, total psychopath. He ends up getting into a, a shootout with police, which, listen, I have an AR-15, and it's not the easiest thing to maneuver. I would imagine that if I was in my car, that would be pretty hard to drive or even if I stopped the vehicle to get my AR out and um, to, to, to shoot back at police from my car, according to this article, I, that just seems very difficult and very just, it just doesn't very, seem that tactical or it doesn't really seem that, that practical. But uh, the police ended up shooting and killing the individual, so we won't know what his real motivations were. Very convenient, of course. So that's what happened yesterday. Funny thing is, the raid that isn't a raid actually led to more support for the former president, which I'm not a supporter of Donald Trump, by the way. I'm not a supporter of Donald Trump. I like some things he did, but I'm not a conservative or a supporter of Donald Trump. I'd much rather see Ron DeSantis run. I'd much rather vote for him. Hell, I, I, if I did vote, I'd have voted for Tulsi Gabbard, who's a Democrat, in uh, the last, uh, last uh, major election that actually counted. So that's one big thing happening this week. And I thought there has to be some other parallel here uh, to some of the other things going on. For example, you know how there was just this convenient series of events, an unfortunate series of events that, that transpired that took Alex Jones and Infowars off all these social media platforms and all of the, the broadcasting streaming platforms 
And then after he was removed from those platforms, uh, the lawsuits start like he he was dealing with lawsuits before, but the lawsuits uh, start and they try to bankrupt him. They take him off air, slander him. They defame him. They uh, print uh, libelous statements against him. You don't have to like Alex Jones, but that's what happened. And even if you don't like Alex Jones and uh, whatever, you need to understand that that's a beta test for what's going to happen to others. And then, well, Donald Trump was removed from social media and Donald Trump was essentially banned from being able to to interact in the, uh, the, the, the major public form of our society. That's a president while he was president. That's a bigger threat to democracy uh, than some people walking into the Capitol because police opened the doors. But I know that all sounds like I'm a conservative. It probably sounds like this is a Fox News broadcast. You know, I, I just don't understand why everything has to be reduced to politics. There are just some things that make sense and some things that don't make sense. And changing every word because it doesn't align with your political motivations. Very, very Orwellian, very fascist, very communist, very totalitarian, very authoritarian. That's what demagogues do, especially before they commit genocide and call it cleansing or hygiene they change the names and they change the words the thing it's not a vaccine it's not a pandemic but we got to change the words so that it, it it becomes a pandemic it becomes a vaccine it's not really uh 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 what did they call it i saw mainstream media refer to the raid as a lawful search i mean how much more 1984 can it get a lawful search it's still okay but it's still a raid Still a raid. This man breached the FBI building. He didn't breach it. He walked in the front door. This is all about controlling your perception of reality. So you see the parallel that that occurred between, you know, Alex Jones and Donald Trump. And you remember the IRS when they were going after churches and conservative groups officially under the Obama administration. That's not even disputable unless you just don't remember or you deny reality. Of course, the IRS now, 87,000 new IRS agents created, and the government then can say, Joe Biden can say, we created 87,000 new jobs. Well, you created 87,000 worthless jobs that nobody wants to be created. And the only people that want those jobs probably are either desperate people or people that are psychotic and want power. And of course, one of the major things that has spread virally over all social media is that the IRS was hiring criminal investigators empowered to use deadly force. In 2021, an IRS annual report shows agents at the agency's National Criminal Investigation Training Academy, the NCITA, located within the Federal Law Enforcement Training Center, FLETC, in Brunswick, Georgia, ran training exercises the IRS, the Internal Revenue Service, they conducted firearm training and they were clothed not in IRS outfits, but in police outfits. Some had IRS CI on the back. Others just said police. That's kind of deceptive and misleading. The training included physical fitness conditioning and use of force training, which includes, this is a quote from the report, by the way, physical fitness conditioning and use of force training, which includes firearms, weaponless tactics, and building entry, that's a breach. In addition to SAIT, NCITA assists in providing advanced training to special agents 
and use of force, firearm instruction, defensive tactics, and building entry. Yes, that's a breach. Walking in the front door is not a breach. I mean, technically, I guess you breached the, like, esoterically, you breached the building, but you walked and walking in the front door is not breaching a building. Uh, another series of uh, images, you see the images of this, show agents entering a house with guns drawn. This is a practice house that they, they enter to, uh, to raid you. And I think that's really, honestly, what this is all about. I think that 87,000 new IRS agents, $80 billion in funding to the IRS, $45.6 billion contained in the Inflation Reduction Act, will be specifically designated for IRS enforcement, which includes, as part of their training, the entering of your home. Now, they've done this before the Inflation Reduction Act, quote-unquote. Whatever that scam is, ultimately, is a green corporate welfare and uh, the hemorrhaging of hundreds of billions of dollars that disappeared, just like the COVID relief money, just like the Ukrainian money. Where is all this money going? Where is all this money coming from? Because the last time I checked, when you print more money that doesn't have any value, it devalues the currency and it drives up the costs of goods. To me, that sounds like it creates more inflation and more lumbering, crushing, immense debt. But it doesn't matter because the IRS is going to be able to come after you and your small business and they're going to collect the money to pay for the solar panels that they force you to to use that are subsidized by your taxpayer money. This is what happens when you have a government out of control. Out of control. IRS agents armed. Ready to come after you. Now, I don't, I'm not saying that because I want you to be scared. I don't think you should be scared. But when government creates 87,000 new IRS agents, and they authorize them to use deadly force. And we see IRS training where they're literally entering people's homes with guns drawn like a SWAT team. Clearly something's wrong here. They're not looking for 5 or $6 you didn't pay in taxes. They're weaponized as a militarized arm of the oligarchy and they are going to be used as they have been used in every authoritarian regime to target political enemies that's it simple as that they did that with the irs with churches and conservative groups and now they are going to do it they've just amplified and um what do they say in all those cooking shows? They elevated. They've elevated their authority now at the IRS. So I thought maybe that's that's what the whole Mar-a-Lago raid was really all about. It was really about getting you conditioned to live in a banana republic in a failed state where the police apparatus, the police state, busts into your home and they determine whether you go to jail or not based on taxes maybe, but based mainly on whether or not you are friendly to the establishment, friendly to the, the state, friendly to the, the oligarchy in charge. Now, speaking of the oligarchy in charge and speaking of things that we haven't maybe heard about for a while because the news has been dominated with primary results from elections and dominated by how those uh, people winning the primaries are really anti-Americans. They don't trust democracy. They don't like democracy. That's pretty much all the news has been, been uh, filled with. Amnesty International, which, you know, I 
personally never trusted Amnesty International. I just, there was something always about that group that I don't trust. But uh, Amnesty International has done something that, uh, well, it kind of pisses off some of the oligarchs. They have filed a report just a few days ago. Ukrainian fighting tactics are endangering civilians. Funny, because we told you that here on The Secret Teachings. I'm pretty sure Clyde told you that on Ground Zero. It doesn't make Clyde or I geniuses or able to see into the future. It was pretty clear from just, well, watching some of the videos out of Ukraine that Ukraine's military was placing their equipment in civilian areas placing their equipment next to schools and hospitals and churches. And then when the Russians would strike the military equipment, oh no, look, they blew the windows out of a school. They're attacking a school. Well, it turns out Amnesty International agrees. Ukrainian forces have put civilians in harm's way by establishing bases and operating weapon systems in populated residential areas, including in schools and hospitals, as they repelled the Russian invasion that began in February August 4th, 2022, Amnesty International military bases set up in residential areas, including schools and hospitals, attacks launched from populated civilian areas. Such violations in no way justify Russia's indiscriminate attacks, which have killed and injured countless civilians. Of course, I agree with that. It doesn't justify what Russia is doing. But don't sit there and tell me that the Ukrainians have no blood on their hands. It's precisely because of the paramilitary Nazi uh, 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 battalions that work with the Ukrainian military and the assaults on Russians in the east of Ukraine, that we have this conflict to begin with on top of NATO and chemical biological weapons facilities. It's a much more complex issue. And I love how people are like, well, the United States overthrows governments and democracies and it's evil. Well, that's not really the U.S. Republic. That's people that are violating the rule of law. Those are people that are interventionists and want to occupy other countries. That's the military-industrial complex. But for some reason, the people that don't like the military-industrial complex sure do support it when it comes to flying that blue and yellow flag on their Twitter page, Facebook page. Or I've seen people around here in Tucson, Arizona, literally the other side of the world, just Ukrainian flags flying, like actual flags, or they've spray-painted their everybody's welcome, don't build a wall sign. Those signs remember those signs they spray painted that blue and yellow i'd like to know where the american flags are but i guess that's yet to be seen when we come back tonight we're going to talk a little bit about joe biden stay with us here on the secret teachings we'll be back the secret teachings radio show is on facebook and twitter just search facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings to like us and tst underscore underscore radio to tweet with us this is david ike from davidike.com and you are listening to the secret teachings with ryan gable from ground zero to the secret teachings keep your dial tuned to ground zero radio Want to hear more of the Secret Teachings radio show? Search for the show on any radio or podcast player or find links and a free archive at thesecretteachings.info. If you want to get rid of those annoying ads, 
and get extra perks like access to the Montage Archive, digital copies of Ryan's books, and early access to the show, then subscribe to the full show archive at thesecretteachings.info. Visit the website and click the button that says subscribe. You can do so monthly, yearly, or through a one-time donation. Your support always keeps the secret teachings on the air. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in Paranormal Talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now, the Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS App Store. If you enjoy The Secret Teachings and want to hold years of Ryan's research in your hands, visit the website and grab a physical and digital copy of Ryan's books. Occult Arcana will introduce you to sacred myths, folklore, magic, and alchemy. The technological elixir will take you from transhumanism and AI to black goo and UFOs. Food philosophy will change your mind about what we call food, germ theory, and geoengineering. And remember, shipping is always included. Some restrictions exist for international. Visit thesecretteachings.info. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. This is one of the best discussions I've been on in a long time. You guys are right on it. Howdy, this is Joe Mars, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. If anyone can hear this broadcast, I'm still on Earth. This is the frequency of Ground Zero Radio, Ground Zero with Clyde Lewis, and The Secret Teachings with myself, Brian Gable. You know, it's really unfortunate that culturally and socially we seem to be unable, even on the individual level, even in our own homes, family, friends, to have conversations. We don't call people names because we disagree or because we don't really have anything to argue. At least you should say, hey, I don't really know anything about that, but our egos get in the way and it's hard to acknowledge that we don't know what we're talking about sometimes. And I don't know what I'm talking about sometimes, but a lot of times I do know what I'm talking about. And instead of acknowledging that, people will choose to call me names online, which is really easy to do, of course. And I think it's funny. People call me an anti-vaxxer, homophobe, anti-science, climate denier. Uh, I was called uh, a bigot because I posted an, an article about monkeypox and gay people. I don't know how it makes you homophobe. I think that actually helps gay people to let them know that, hey, your lifestyle is what is, is you know, responsible for the monkeypox. Or we could let Fauci deal with it. Fauci, who killed a bunch of gay people with experimental drugs, we could let him deal with it again. That probably won't turn out bad, but that's beside the point. Sometimes I do know what I'm talking about. Sometimes I don't. This time, I definitely know what I'm talking about, and I've got something to support and back up. Uh, what I've told you before. Remember when I told you that Ukraine, 
the military was placing their equipment and placing some of their temporary bases and things like that in civilian neighborhoods next to schools and hospitals intentionally. So when the Russians would bomb or strike those vehicles, some of them could have just been plants, too. They might not have even been anybody in them just to get Russia to attack them. So it would look like Russia is attacking a school. Well, that's not a conspiracy, and it's not a conspiracy theory. The conspiracy is to cover it up, which is what Western media in particular has done. And I love just by making that statement, oh, you must work for Russia. Well, here's Amnesty International, and I don't trust Amnesty International, and yet they're reporting the same thing just a week ago. Ukrainian forces have put civilians in harm's way by establishing bases and operating weapon systems in populated residential areas, including schools and hospitals, as they repelled the Russian invasion that began in February. Such tactics violate international humanitarian law and endanger civilians as they turn civilian objects into military targets. The ensuing Russian strikes in populated areas have killed civilians and destroyed civilian infrastructure. And Amnesty International even says such violations in no way justify Russia's indiscriminate attacks. I don't know if they're indiscriminate, but they're right. It doesn't justify the attacks. But at the same time, it shows that Russia isn't intentionally striking hospitals and schools, which really unravels a lot of the narrative around who's the good guy and who's the bad guy. Is it Putin or is it Zelensky? Another false dichotomy. Neither one of them are probably that good. But that doesn't matter. Because Ukraine still needs hundreds of billions of dollars. And Zelensky, he had an issue with the Amnesty International report. He said that it's putting people's lives in danger. How dare you report what we're actually doing? Now that's Amnesty International. I thought that that was something that a lot of liberal people really, they, they, they trusted that source of information, but not anymore. Zelensky says it's a bad thing. It's not true. False information, Russian disinfo. And then Zelensky took photographs for a magazine. <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah, they had time to, uh, he's got time to meet with celebrities, actors, actresses. He's got time to do photo shoots. But he doesn't like the Amnesty International report. He wants more money, 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 money. You know what Ukraine is? Ukraine is like the post-World War II where you had um, very few people, very few countries demanding reparations from the German government. And then suddenly this whole industry, like the, the very Jewish uh, Norman Finkelstein wrote a fantastic book on this, saying that there's an industry to use the Holocaust to take billions of dollars from countries and from people that didn't even do anything. Uh, that's precisely what he terms the Holocaust industry. Well, this is, this is what's happening in Ukraine. They are sucking hundreds of billions of dollars out of the West and out of other countries out of Europe, out of the United States, and they're doing glamour photo shoots. And Zelensky doesn't like it. He's very upset. How dare you show that we're using military equipment and we're putting civilians in harm's way? That's, that's really, really false news, fake news there. But that's what Amnesty International has reported, and I know that 
we've tended to uh, kind of forget about what's happening there. I mean, it took years to forget about what's happening in Iraq and Afghanistan. Seems like we're forgetting quicker what's happening in Ukraine. Evil Russians, evil Russians, evil Russians, evil Russians. I don't like the military industrial complex, but I do support them in fighting those evil Russians. I mean, the funny thing is the people that support this mainstream narrative, it's very neocon. Because it's the neocon theory that you need an enemy image to hold society together. Terrorists, bin Laden, whatever. And yet this is something that now the left, I guess, believes. But this isn't really about left or right. It's just straightforward fact. Ukraine was using civilian schools, hospitals, etc. as locations to set military equipment up. So when the Russians bombed it, it looked like they were bombing schools. Mm, I don't know about that. That sounds like Ukraine isn't the good guy to me. And that sounds like we shouldn't be sending them, especially after this Amnesty International report, we shouldn't be sending them any more money or baby formula. 87,000 new IRS agents too created. How about we use that money to maybe hire more teachers? Now, granted, I don't want to see a bunch of money stolen from taxpayers ripped out of taxpayers' pockets. I don't want to see gross inflation, which is what all of this spending will do to Ukraine and to the COVID relief. Most of that money just disappeared in a black hole like the trillions of dollars announced on September 10th before the World Trade Center terrorist attack. We cannot track one point, what was it, two billion or trillion dollars, rather, Rumsfeld said. We cannot track $1.2 trillion in transactions. Trillions of dollars just disappeared, gone, gone. They need better accountants at the Pentagon, or maybe the accountants know exactly what they're doing. Trillions of dollars gone. What can you do with that kind of money? My God. And then hundreds of billions for COVID relief, hundreds of billions for, for green corporate welfare, welfare, hundreds of billions for Ukraine, hundreds of billions of more for Ukraine. Here's another hundred billion. Oh my God, why are prices increasing? Are people actually serious? Do you actually not understand that printing more money like hundreds of billions of dollars that doesn't exist increases debt and inflation and, 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 and devalues the currency. Like, is that really hard for people to comprehend? Jesus Christ, I can't, I can't, I can't believe it. I'm not an economist, but if you don't have the money and you just keep printing it, it's going to, what do you think is going to happen? And this is the problem. Virtually everything that we interact with everything we see, everything we, we hear about, everything we, uh, we, we view on TV. Everything is based on fallacy. If you think that Ukraine, based on this report, is provoking the Russians to attack schools by putting military equipment around, they just circle the school with the military equipment. And then when Russia bombs the military equipment, oh no, they bombed the school. No, they bombed the military equipment that you put at the school so that when the Russians bombed it, it looked like they were bombing a school so you could blame them. That sounds really, really shady. That's really shady. That kind of tells me maybe Russia isn't in the wrong. Doesn't justify killing people or killing civilians, but I don't know. It doesn't sound like Russia is really the, the, the evil, uh, uh, murderous force that's going around killing kids. It, it sounds like Ukraine is, is doing that. Plus, you don't even have to kill kids. If you bomb a school, it could, it could be a school that's uh, nobody's in it. It could be a school that was shut down five years ago, but just they bombed a school. Oh, that sounds really bad. So everything's a fallacy. Everything's a fallacy. 
you're either good or you're bad. You're with us or you're against us. Uh, you vote for us or you're not black. You vote for us or you hate America. Uh, it's just every, everything. Is, is, it's the same argument. Everything is the same argument. And if you, it's amazing. Did you, did you see that Hillary Clinton is fundraising off of the Mar-a-Lago raid? Did you see that? This woman is fundraising off of the raid. How is she fundraising? Well, she's selling. She's got, got to fundraise. Got to make more money. She's fundraising by selling hats, T-shirts. I don't know if there's other stuff. I saw hats and T-shirts. Um with the slogan on them, but her emails. She had, literally, Hillary Clinton is fundraising with hats and T-shirts that say, but her, her emails. I mean, have even in a third world country, even in a failed state, even in a banana republic, you remember any time in history where one political party or one political oligarch one oligarch, one powerful individual was literally it, not just wanting to lock up their opponents or actively engaging in that, but mocking and trolling the, the, the public and saying, look, I got away with deleting thousands of emails and bleaching computers and destroying hard drives and evidence. And then you fundraise on your treasonous felony behavior that everybody knows you're engaged in, including your supporters. And you fundraise on that and celebrate the raid of a former president who was your political rival. I mean, have you even seen this in a, in a, in a, in a, in a failed state? This is next level stuff. And I'm not joking. It's not made up. That's not a joke. Hillary Clinton literally has been fundraising, which I don't know how they came up with this this fast. Unless she knew about the raid ahead of time, wouldn't surprise me. But like within 24 hours, they've got hats and t-shirts and she's fundraising, but her emails. Can you imagine the kind of person that bought that merchandise? I can't imagine. I, I, I have an idea of what they look like. It'd be the most soulless person. But that's that's happening. I want you to think about the the implications of that. Here's a woman everybody knows guilty. Even her own supporters know she's guilty. All they can do is say, it's been debunked. But they know everybody knows she's guilty. Everybody knows she sold state secrets, just like Rumsfeld. Rumsfeld sold nuclear secrets. I mean, it, it is corruption on every level. Every level. And some only want to hear about left corruption. Some only want to hear about right corruption. As far as I'm concerned, George Bush is still a war criminal. Dick Cheney should be in chains. Hillary Clinton should be in a, in a padded cell somewhere, laughing like the Joker in Arkham. But I just don't, I, I've yet to see anything that Donald Trump has done so illegally that the man should be arrested and in jail. I mean, that's the really, that's really the thing. I mean, the, and I'm not a supporter, but I just... This is important to discuss because if, if, if you can paint an individual with constant obsessive compulsive coverage that that individual is guilty of Russian collusion, that turned out to be a fraud, then guilty of obstruction, that turned out to be a fraud, 
then impeachment one, impeachment two, both turned out to be a fraud. Then January 6th, that's not working. So let's just physically raid their property and see what we can find because they're absolutely guilty. We just we need to raid their property to find what it is that makes them guilty. That's the same thing that was happening to Alex Jones in his trial. If you watched it, if you could find, you know, you coverage of it, it was everywhere. Unlike the Gisley Maxwell trial where they just decided Alex Jones was guilty before they even heard the arguments and then gagged him and said, you can't mention the first amendment. You can't say that you're, you're not guilty. You can't like, I mean, this is a violation of like half of the bill of rights, but it doesn't matter because it's a kangaroo court. And even the public opinion opinion is a kangaroo court at this point. So remove people from social media. They did that to Alex Jones and Donald Trump. And then you have to you have to try to indict them and try to, well, you even tell the jury they're just outright guilty and then try to put them in prison to silence them. I mean, this is this is failed state banana republic third world stuff. And listen, to be honest with you, I think Hillary Clinton is probably a witch. But if Hillary Clinton wasn't guilty of anything and they were accusing her of things, I'd say the same thing about Hillary Clinton. In fact, there are there are plenty of uh, of Democrats like I, I agreed with Tulsi Gabbard. There's a lot of Democrats. I'm not going to send her name. People. There's a lot of Democrats that I, I've agreed with over the years. A lot of Republicans I don't agree with. I don't like Mitt Romney. I, I like Joe Manchin. He's a Democrat. I, I, I don't see why it has to be one side or the other. My point is, Hillary Clinton is so guilty, you just can't find anybody willing to risk their, literally risk their neck or their family's lives by indicting and, and, and trying her in court because everybody, all the, oh no, the jury went to lunch and they all got decapitated, just an accident. Oh, the judge fell off his bench and got cut in half. Oops. You know, so nobody wants to try her. I mean, trying hers, it's like bat, a Batman villain or something. You know, the judge is willing to hear all these all these criminal cases and then her car blows up. That is what it would be like trying Hillary Clinton. So they don't try her. They don't subpoena her. They don't indict her. They don't do anything to this woman. And then she can literally fundraise by saying, look, look, what what about her emails? Look, it, it's unbelievable. It's really, truly unbelievable. So that sort of brings us to the main subject tonight. If you missed any of tonight's show or if you have to leave us soon, I understand it's very late. You'll be able to find the show in the archives at thesecretteachings.info. But now we're going to transition slightly into the main subject tonight. Once, once we've understood uh, all, these, all these details about the Ukrainian situation and Amnesty International, the IRS agents, I mean, if we're going to spend that kind of money, why not just hire some teachers or security guards for schools or maybe you could use that billions and billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars to maybe, like, I don't know, actually build, you know, some bridges and some... Maybe some of that money could go to Kentucky you know, where they don't let them dredge out the ditches. So then the, it just builds up, and builds up, and builds up and a minor rain allows it to flood because, oh, it's climate. We can't touch things in the environment. That's not green. We can't rip out the, the dirt and the silt and the mud. We got to just let that build up. 
Don't touch the trees. Those are trees. We love nature. But if we don't touch the trees, there's not going to be a fire break. If there's a fire, it's going to burn. Don't touch the trees. That's what they do. So you've got a new and strange, like, distortion of reality that is almost becoming like the metaverse. You, you can be whatever you want to be. If you think you have COVID, you have covid you can stand with and support whatever you want to stand with and support, and you can just change it like a profile picture every day, and the mob and the hive just go along with it. Well, what's the new thing today? Whatever the new thing is, just go along with it. Go along with the new thing. What really matters is what you think in the moment, and then that could change in the next moment, and the next moment, and the next moment, and the next moment, as long as you do exactly what the state tells you to do when they tell you to do it. And uh, it's not a raid on Donald Trump's residence. It's a legal lawful search. It's not a it's not a it's not a raid. It's not a recession. It's not a vaccine. It's not a pandemic. I mean, they just changed the definitions to everything. And that is that is terrifying. And things have gotten so bad. In fact, there's actually a um, there's a couple of students at a California community college that are suing the school because they got permission to hang up these flyers. This is the Clovis Community College in California. They got permission to hang up these flyers, I was reading, that showed the death tolls of communism. And people were offended by them. So the school took them down. And now the students are suing for violation of the First Amendment rights and because they had received permission to hang them. But imagine that people offended that communism has been the most responsible part of government in the 20th century for murdering innocent people, hundreds of millions of people. But that's offensive to people because they were told communism good. That's, that's the point we're at. I mean, it shows you, and I've been harping about this for years, it shows you that, that, that this isn't rhetoric. This is literally a communist plot, a communist coup. This is what they did in Germany and Russia and every other country. It's the same exact thing. Uh, mixed with a lot of other stuff going on. It's not just that. But here's some things that you probably should know about, probably should know about. This is one, two, three. I've got three major stories here. 14 of Hunter Biden's business associates met with Joe Biden, despite Joe Biden denying that he ever met with those business associates. You think that's bad. Well, you should probably take a listen to this audio. This audio here is Joe Biden threatening the ex-Ukrainian president, Poroshenko, with assassination if he agreed to cooperate with the Trump administration. This was recorded November 16th, 2016, just two weeks after... Donald Trump won the election and Joe Biden gets on the phone and tells the Ukrainian president at the time not to cooperate with Donald Trump. Let me play it for you and play you this audio. I'll play you a flashback clip from 2018. Then we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and we're going to get into the, the meaty details of all of this. It's unbelievable, but Talk about it, I guess, just it's, a, it's Fox News, right? It's Fox News. I get so tired of hearing about it. This isn't Fox News. 
I'm not a conservative. This is, I don't watch Fox News. Uh, this is reality, and I want to know why every investigation of Trump fails. The IRS can target certain groups illegally, but Joe Biden can literally have committed treason, literally be working with a foreign adversary that hates our country, selling the country out, and nobody cares. Nobody cares. People used to care about that with George Bush, but then, you know, Obama got elected and everybody forgot. Take a listen to this. November 16, 2016, two weeks after Donald Trump's victory, Joe Biden is on the phone with Poroshenko. His voice tenser now than before. This is getting very, very close. What I don't want to have happen, I don't want Trump to get into position where he thinks he's about to buy onto a politics where the financial system is going to collapse and he's going to be looked to to pour more money into Ukraine. That's how- so he doesn't want Trump to look into why money is going into the Ukraine. He said that's how he'll think about it before he gets sophisticated enough to know the detail. Ukraine. That's how he'll think about it before he gets sophisticated enough to know the detail. In other words, Biden does not want Ukraine asking for more money from Trump. Doing so would cause Trump to look into the details. So anything you can do to push the the Pravada Bank uh, um, to closure so that the IMF loan comes forward, I would respectfully suggest is critically important to your economic as well as physical security. It's important to your economic as well as physical security. Make sure you can get the bank to close so the IMF loan comes through. Think about that for a second. You know what the IMF does? The IMF gives money to countries, and then if the country doesn't play ball, they take their resources, they take the infrastructure, and if the president refuses or the prime minister, whoever refuses to participate in the coup, then they send in the military, they paint them as a dictator, etc., which is what the U.S. government did to the previous Ukrainian president. And now we have Zelensky, who is raking in hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars and putting Ukrainian military equipment next to schools and hospitals so that when the Russians attack it, it looks like they're attacking schools and hospitals. That's Amnesty International. I want you to think about that for a second. And, of course, you probably remember the infamous Council on Foreign Relations clip from January 2018 where Joe Biden was talking about the fired prosecutor and, uh, well, son of a bitch, they fired him. I'm desperately concerned about the backsliding on the part of uh, uh, Kiev in terms of corruption. They made, I mean, I'll, I'll give you one concrete example. I, I, I was, not I, I, but it just happened to be that was the assignment I got. I, I, I got all the good ones. Uh, uh, <laughs> And uh, so I got Ukraine, and uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our brothers, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and uh, and I was going supposed to announce that there was another billion dollar loan guarantee, and I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from. Uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor and they didn't. 
So they said they had they were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Well, son of a bitch, <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid at the time. Well, there's still they. So they made some genuine. Son of a bitch. They fired him. I mean, the corruption, the evil, the maliciousness, the threatening of the former Ukrainian president. Don't let them look into where the money's going. I mean, how is this not every headline? It's because the mainstream media is the mouthpiece of the establishment and the state. And um, we're going to talk a little bit more about it when we come back from break. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. This is why the FBI says that anything American is a threat to national security, because there, there is no America. And those that hold on to those ideals are a threat to the national security of the new state. Secretteachings.info. We'll be back. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. This is Linda Godfrey, author of Monsters Among Us, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Broadcasting from somewhere between heaven, hell, and purgatory, it's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. Release the Kraken! You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence, David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell 
and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Think about your hero when you're at ground zero and crawl out to the fallout back to me. Attention, you are tuned into restricted airspace. Tune out immediately. This is the frequency of the secret teachings on Ground Zero Radio. You don't get far unless you ask. My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. Look me over. If you like what you see, help out. If not, vote the other by. Give me a look, though, okay? I was a Democratic caucus. I gotta get this right. Have you seen any change in his ability to communicate? No, not at all. You're a lion dog faced pony soldier. I just say to him, watch me. Come on, man. Just, just watch. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. You gotta get this right. Unlike the African American community, with notable exceptions, Corn Pop, the Latino community is an incredibly diverse community. You gotta get this right. If you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Please clarify specifically have you taken a cognitive no, test? No, I haven't taken a test. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. That's like saying you, before you got in this program, you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think, huh? You gotta get this right. Just watch. We choose truth over facts. Think about it. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States. Go, you know the you know the thing. And I'd be delighted to sit down and compare my IQ to yours if you'd like, Frank. You're a damn liar, man. That's not true. You're a lying dog faced pony soldier. I get things done. That's why I'm running. If you wanna check my shape on, let's do push-ups together, man. Let's do let's run. Let's do whatever you want to do. Have you seen any change in his ability to communicate? No, not at all. I just say to him, watch me. Just, just watch. Are, are you a junkie? What do you say to President Trump, who brags about his test and makes your number say an issue for voters? Well, if he can't figure out the difference between an elephant and a lion, I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Play the radio. Make sure the television, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. 150 million people have been killed since 2007 when Bernie voted to exempt the gun manufacturers from liability. It would put 720 million back, million women back in the workforce. Well, folks, eliminate one tax loophole out of a trillion six hundred billion worth. For, a, a trillion four hundred billion worth. Out of a billion four hundred million, excuse me, a trillion four hundred billion dollars. It's hard to even say it so much. And by the way, it's cost a lot of money. It cost about 740 million billion dollars over 10 years. Let's go to Joe 3033. Got to get this right. Go to Joe 30 million billion three. 400 million three make sure you have the record player on at night go you know the you know the thing bang them on the curb get them rusty put them in a rain barrel i'm so forward looking to have an opportunity to sit with the president or stand with the president in debates a man who will be the next president of the united states barack america i want to be clear I'm not going nuts. Sleepy Joe! Come on, man! I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. 
got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid. Corn Pop, my name's Joe Biden. I got hairy legs that turn, that, 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 that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. To tackle the number one job facing the middle class, and it happens to be roaches. Three-letter word, jobs, J-O-B-S. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down so it was straight and then watch the hair come back up again. They look at it. So I learned about kids jumping on my lap, and I've loved kids jumping on my lap. And I tell you what. Go to Joe 303. Three oh million billion three four hundred million three corn pop three BS. My name's Joe Biden. I'm a Democratic candidate for the United States Senate. Joe Biden was a bad dude. You're a lion dog faced pony soldier. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. Come on, man. Why the hell would I take a test? Come on, man. I just say, man, watch me. Come on, man. Just just watch. Come on, man. They'd actually breathe in my nostrils to make me move to get get me moving welcome back to the secret teachings radio broadcast i'm your host ryan gable thank you so much for tuning in this morning this afternoon tonight whenever and wherever you're listening the secret teachings.info is the website you can find our archive there and montages like this when you subscribe you get access to the whole montage archive as well email us at rdgable at yahoo.com facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings and tst underscore underscore radio on Twitter. If you subscribe to the show or buy one of my books on the website, you support us and keep us on air Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific, right after Ground Zero and Clyde Lewis. It is Friday, August 12, 2022, and tonight we are tying up some loose ends, some current events and some stuff going on this week and in past years that you might not have heard about, including a conversation that Joe Biden had with former Ukrainian president where he told Poroshenko that he doesn't want the incoming president, Donald Trump, to look into why all of this money was being dumped into Ukraine. Just as criminal as the Council on Foreign Relations 2018 conversation that Joe Biden had, that was two years after the Poroshenko threat where he talked about the prosecutor for his son being fired, threatening Ukraine that they would withhold a billion dollars in aid if the investigation into his son was not halted. I'm sure it was much more complicated than that. Hunter Biden's laptop also has revealed, this was more recently, that Joe Biden met with his son 30 times following his foreign trips. His son with... No background, no business experience, but working for Burisma, making millions of dollars, selling paintings, making millions of dollars. That's how they launder the money, kind of like um, uh, the car wash in Breaking Bad. That's how they're laundering the money. They launder it through the, uh, the art pieces and the, 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 the corrupt backdoor dealings. And, you know, it's unbelievable how you can have this much, this much fraud, this much corruption but it's not even really the corruption or the fraud that's the problem. I could sit here and I could tell you that recently it was also reported at least 14 of Hunter Biden's business associates met with Joe Biden despite Joe Biden saying he's never met with them. I could sit here and show you 
all the articles. I could show you the clips. I could show you Ashley Biden's diary. You hear that? I've got a copy of the, the screenshots and the scans of it where she says that she was taking inappropriate showers with her dad and being turned on. That's what it says in the diary. Also, touching her vagina while listening to her parents have sex. It's all in the diary. I could sit here and I could show you the Secret Service confirming the Hunter Biden iCloud account hack. You've seen some of the pictures, some of the video Crack pipes, nudity, prostitutes. We've heard reports initially about these things turned out to be true. We've also heard the same types of reports that there's a lot of stuff on those iCloud accounts on the hard drive of the laptop and other places that are things that they cannot show you in the media. They are very Epstein Maxwell-like if you will, Uh, basically little kids involved. So my point is this. I'm not a Democrat. I'm definitely not a Republican. I'm not a Trump supporter. Here is the reason I bring all of this up. Hillary Clinton is fundraising for what? I don't know because she's not supposed to be running for office, but she's fundraising. They always need a little bit more money. Hillary Clinton is fundraising off of the FBI raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort compound. You heard me right. She's fundraising off of the FBI raid. You might ask, well, what's wrong with that? It's just a political game. Well, what's wrong with it is how she's fundraising. Because instantaneously, as the police were still leaving Mar-a-Lago, Hillary Clinton came out with T-shirts and hats. Maybe she has other things. I just saw T-shirts and hats that have three words on them, but her emails. I don't know how many of these things she sold, but she's fundraising with these hats and T-shirts, but her emails. This is actually a Twitter post from Hillary Clinton. Every but her emails had her shirt sold helps Onward together, partners defend democracy, build a progressive bench, and fight for our values. You mean pack the Supreme Court. And then there's a link to it. Allow me to open the link and allow my computer a second to load it so we can see what kind of merch we can get from Hillary Clinton here. But her emails hat, it's a $30 hat. And they've got a pink-haired woman covered in tattoos wearing it. That's exactly who I thought would be buying it. Uh, They do have coffee cups and they have t-shirts and stickers and enamel pins. All right. So you can get these items and uh, well, when you get the items, you help support Hillary Clinton, part of her fundraiser. So that's the reason that I, I'm talking about this tonight because I want you to think about something. Like every other episode of The Secret Teachings, this is a thought experiment. Hillary Clinton's emails were things that you could actually get access to and see. Where she referred to Mexicans as tacos and just like Jill Biden. Oh, Mexicans make great tacos. 
trying to identify and associate with a group that you don't really like, you don't really respect. I remember that. I've got a copy of the email somewhere in a folder where she referred to Mexicans as tacos. and But these emails, you remember the email she's talking about sacrificing a chicken in the backyard? Maybe that's a joke, but... All these emails that Hillary Clinton deleted, but we have some copies of them. CNN got copies of them. Remember, CNN said, hey, you're not allowed to legally look at these, but we can. We can tell you what they say, but you can't look at them. My point is, those were things that you could hold in your hand. Those were things that you could print out. Those were things that you could actually see. The evidence of this woman's corruption. You could go to Google and search Clinton body count, but they stifle that search ability. Nothing suspicious about that. We know about the corruption of the Clintons, though. Both Bill and Hillary. The corruption is so vast that you can actually see it. You can touch it. You can hold the evidence in your hand. I want you to think about that for a second. There's so much evidence, you can actually hold it in your hand as a citizen. That's how much evidence there is. This woman is an absolute mega criminal. Yet, and however, for the last six years, we've heard nothing from the mainstream media about Trump except he colluded with Russia. That turned out to be false. He obstructed justice. That turned out to be false. They tried to impeach him once. That was a failure. Then twice, that was a failure. Now they've raided Mar-a-Lago looking for evidence of criminal activity. It's funny because every president takes materials. Every president has access to those classified materials. Some materials just might not have been returned to the National Archives or wherever they had been taken from. I mean... Trump had actually had lawyers negotiating with the National Archives to decide what had to be returned before this raid that they're not calling a raid. I want to be really clear. I'm not defending Trump and I'm also not supporting Trump. I'm trying to I'm trying to have a a thought experiment here. I I, I hope that you understand that. So the thing is, if they had evidence of all the things they've accused this man of, it would be front page news. They tried January 6th. That's coming to an end. The January 6th hearings. Nobody's watching it. Nobody cares. Trump has more support now than he ever had. And yet they keep pushing it. And they, 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 there's no evidence. They don't. If they had evidence, they would just show you the evidence. I'm getting to the point now where, personally, I'm not someone that's, that's arguing uh, election fraud in 2020. Personally, I don't honestly think Joe Biden even won the Democratic nomination. I think they screwed uh, other Democrats out of it. You would think that would be something that Democrats would be willing to talk about, and they, they might be, uh, but nobody wants to discuss that because whoever the party leader is, that that's where you put your support. Same thing with Republicans. Likewise, I, I tell people, oh, absolutely, I do, I do not believe in election fraud. Um, Trump absolutely won the 2016 election without any form of election fraud. That's so dangerous to claim that there's election fraud. It just really pisses people off, of course. So the reason I bring all this up is because you've had trial after trial after trial after trial, public and, and private, congressional, and, and they've yet to produce anything. So they raid Trump's compound. Now, going back to Hillary Clinton, 
She's literally fundraising off of the response to the Mar-a-Lago raid with hats and T-shirts that say, but her emails. Now, if Trump did something wrong, if he did something that warrants jail time, then the man should be in jail. But they've yet to produce anything that demonstrates that he's been guilty, or certainly uh, uh, they've failed to demonstrate anything that even makes him uh, uh, susceptible to uh, to a trial. They can't produce any evidence of anything. It just they just keep holding mainstream media public hearings to convince you that that the guy's guilty of something. They just don't want him to run in 2024. That's what it's all about. But Hillary Clinton's emails were things you could hold in your hand. Was she ever subpoenaed? Was she ever indicted? Was she under investigation officially? No. Did the FBI ever raid her home? No. Why? It's a serious question. It's not a Fox News question. Okay, It's not a conservative question. It's not a Sean Hannity question. It's an American question. There's plenty of other people you could say, well, why didn't they raid this person's home? Why didn't they go after this person? And you're right. Why didn't they go after that person or this person? Republican, Democrat, why not? Why didn't the DOJ or the FBI go after? Name anybody you want. That's not my point. My point is Hillary Clinton's crimes were so naked, you as a citizen could hold them in your hand. And they've spent six years and billions of dollars, and they still haven't been able to find enough to even begin to try Donald Trump. And yet, they raid his house looking for evidence, looking for proof of crimes that he might have committed. And the guy that signs the order for the, for the raid is a Epstein lawyer for 20-something years and an individual who was very good friends with Ghislaine Maxwell and somebody who despised Donald Trump. You don't think that there could be a little bit of uh, bias there in the judicial system? And I'd say the same thing if it was like a, a Trump-appointed attorney who hated Hillary Clinton and he authorized a, a search warrant for Hillary Clinton's house. I'd say the exact same thing. Don't think I won't because I would. Even though it's obviously very clear that that woman is, is guilty of horrendous crimes. So the thought experiment is, is precisely this. And I'm drawing this out intentionally because I really want you to think about it. I'm not Fox News. I'm not Sean Hannity. I'm not Tucker Carlson. Stop calling me that. I'm not a Republican. I'm an independent. I'm a constitutionalist. Stop calling me that. I want to know why Hillary Clinton's crimes are so naked, she can even fundraise off of her criminal behavior. She can advocate for the imprisonment of political opponents who want to investigate her. The woman can literally steal from the White House. They stole furniture when they left. It's been known for for decades. Why her criminal behavior is so naked, I can hold it to my hand, yet we've spent billions and six years and we've just devastated people's minds and brains, corrupted any goodness that remained in the democratic element of the republic. And they still can't get anything on Donald Trump. Why? 
That's what I want to know. Why? Why can't, why didn't Hillary Clinton's home get raided? Why, why did Hunter Biden's property not get taken? Well, it's because he, he just, I've been, I've been hearing people ask that. I'm like, well, they don't need to raid Hunter Biden's place. It, he, he leaves the laptop. His, uh, Ashley Biden left her diary. <laughs> they leave it behind. Nobody needs to raid, you know, Hunter Biden. They, <laughs> they just leave the stuff behind. I don't know if that's a call for help, a cry for help, or if it's just they're so arrogant they know nothing's going to happen to them. They just leave an evidence everywhere. Think about that. I mean that. I mean that seriously. Think about that. What does that tell you? What does that imply? What does that mean? That means our country has been turned into a joke. That means that the Department of Justice, especially for liberals that are always talking about criminal justice reform, well, how about finding evidence that somebody's guilty before you try to lock them up? Criminal justice reform, how about you lock up the people you have evidence committed crimes? Totally unprecedented. And it didn't take long for some psychopath to run into an FBI building with a nail gun. And they said he breached the building. No, he walked in the front door. That's not breaching the building. He walked in the front door. And then they kill the guy so we can't ask him questions. And they blame it on the public's response to a former president's home being raided. Oh, it's the evil people that are wondering, why was he raided? Oh, that inspired somebody to take a nail gun to an FBI building. Really? Because that doesn't make any sense at all. This is the kind of stuff that you see in failing countries. This is the kind of thing that you see all throughout the Middle East. You see this in South America. You see this in, in failing governments. You see this in places like Venezuela. You see this in places like North Korea. You saw this in communist China, communist Russia. I don't, I, don't, I don't know about you. Okay, I don't know what you think as an individual. And I try to retain perspective to understand that there's always something interesting. There's always something diabolical. There's always something to talk about. There's always something going on. And I understand when people tell me, hey, you know what? I just, I don't really want to think about it or talk about it. It's just too much because I have those days too. Now, I'm not selling you an idea. I'm not selling you a product. I'm not selling you anything except the thought here. It's free to buy it. Just think about it. Think about what's happening and think about what's going to happen. And think about how bad things are going to get if you don't do something about it. I don't have a solution to the problem. There are little things we can talk about that might be tiny solutions, but I can tell you this. In the name of equality and in the name of freedom and the name of all the, the things that we want to hear, everything that makes us both American and everything that makes us human, wherever you might be listening in the world, are under absolute, incessant, obsessive assault. Last night, I played you a clip of a professional psychologist telling you that we should try to understand pedophiles, not calling them pedophiles, they're minor attracted people, they're minor attracted persons, 
and we should accept that they are attracted to children and just be okay with it. And she says because, you know, they're not all sexual predators, not all, not all bad people. Okay, that's overstating the obvious. But if someone is attracted to a child, pedophile means child lover. Why change the name to minor attracted person? That's acknowledging they're actually sexually attracted to a child. That's just the next step of the open declaration that these people are actual, what we would you know, interpret from the name, ped- they're actual pedophiles. And it's been normalized. I don't believe in God and the devil like some people do, and I'm not a Christian, but there is a very sinister, insidious, evil, satanic, dark, and I want to say approaching, but we're way beyond that point. Um, There is a dark cloud hanging over all of humanity, and everything that is happening is an open not just in the United States, an open declaration of war on humanity, on the rule of law, on justice, on equality, on all the things that actually made society a nice place to live. Because we are being thrust into a state of serfdom and slavery, into a high-tech dictatorship of a global nature that we were told did not exist for years and years and years and years. And now it's front page of mainstream newspapers. Yes, the World Economic Forum, the Great Reset, we need this to to make a truly equal world. Way to think about the the abomination of justice, yes, in the United States, but how this works around the world and how the this is happening everywhere. How the FBI says that if you like American history, if you have a uh, capitalist mindset, if you agree that you have a right to self-defense. These are signs that you are a terrorist. In other words, if you are an American, you're a terrorist. The FBI putting this out, this is not the FBI or if it were the DOJ or whatever government agency put this out. This, this is not America. This is a foreign, both foreign and domestic enemy using the carcass of the Republic as an excuse to eliminate those people who believe in natural law and equal rights and the rule of law. This isn't America. And this hand, this demonic hand that has reached out over our entire planet, it has a plan, it has an agenda. It's very clear to see And anybody who stands in its way is in grave, grave danger. And rather than resisting it, a lot of people want to go along with it thinking that it'll all be okay in the end. That's not what history shows us. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. There's more coming up after this. We're going to play some clips when we come back from break. Stay with us. listening to The Secret Teachings. For more information on the show or to contact Ryan, visit thesecretteachings.info or email ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com. Hey, this is John Peasy at johnpeasy.com and I'm here with Ryan Gable from The Secret Teachings. 
It's The Secret Teachings, one of the homes of the original Super Bowl analysis, airing exclusively five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. If you're interested in all things that include the occult, from witchcraft to voodoo, and from mythology to alchemy, then why not check out the book Occult Arcana, complete with hundreds of beautiful images. Maybe you want to look at technology, black goo, UFOs, and demonic pacts made in the entertainment industry. Check out the technological elixir, black goo, transhumanism, and invoking AI. Or if that's not enough and you want a practical look at food, lifestyles, and ingredients, even those in your pet food, with free solutions to better health, then check out Food Philosophy. All three of these books are available in softcover or PDF at www.thesecretteachings.info That's where you can read reviews, see pictures, and even order yours today. Are you intrigued by Paranormal Talk Radio? You'll love the new Paranormal Radio app from TalkStream Live. You'll find a great selection of talk shows covering UFOs, ghosts, strange phenomena, and much more. Download the Paranormal Radio app now and start listening to the very best in paranormal talk entertainment, including the network you're listening to right now. The Paranormal Radio app, free in Google Play and the iOS app store. You could listen to this. And again, you know, people say David has no evidence. David has no evidence. I hate this channel. Or you could listen to The Secret Teachings with myself, Ryan Gable, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. Join us to explore the outer limits of history, symbolism, parapolitics, and more. We'll explore a little bit of everything, but don't take my word for it. I'm kind of like you. I'm a last of a dying breed, a generalist. That's The Secret Teachings, five nights a week on Ground Zero Radio. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Broadcasting from somewhere between the normal and abnormal. A collection of question marks. No reason, no explanation. Just a prolonged nightmare in which fear, loneliness, and the unexplainable walk hand in hand through the shadows. It's The Secret Teachings on Ground Zero Radio. I'm Ryan Gable, your host, and this is the Secret Teachings Radio final segment tonight, Friday night, August 12th, 2022. Thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Please leave us a review, by the way, on Apple Podcasts or any other place where you listen to radio shows and podcasts. The Secret Teachings, of course, airs Monday through Friday, five nights a week, 10 p.m. to midnight Pacific on Ground Zero Radio. You can listen to groundzeroradio.com or groundzero.radio. SecretTeachings.info is our rep, uh, website. And, um, you know, I know that because I've been, I've been looking through, like, mainstream news. I never watch mainstream news, but I've been watching a little bit with the uh, TV antenna that I have. And I, I noticed that um, there are a lot of things when I watch CNN or Fox News. There's a lot of things in Fox News that, yeah, I've discussed here on The Secret Teachings. So I, I, I get it. I understand why people might think, oh, Ryan Gable's a conservative. He's, he's, he's just reading talking points. But I, I don't 
watch Fox News and I don't watch CNN and I don't listen to Sean Hannity and I don't listen to Glenn Beck. I can't stand Glenn Beck, actually. I uh, never listened really to Rush Limbaugh. Uh, I'm not a registered Republican, as if that's a bad thing anyway. I just want that to be clear, that it is possible to have a viewpoint and to see things that maybe they align with one political party or the other, but that doesn't make me part of that political party, and it shouldn't dismiss me from the conversation because I don't align with one or the other, and I certainly am not a an anti-Semite or a homophobe or a climate denier or all these other ad hominem Marxist terms that are applied and levied as charges against people that don't agree with usually progressive politics in particular. Because I tell people the funny thing is I'd actually, I've, I, I, my vote was cast for Tulsi Gabbard in the 2016 election. And uh, well, that election was, pretty much stolen from her just as well as it was from Bernie Sanders. I mean, I can't stand Bernie Sanders. I think the guy is a piece of garbage, but let's be honest. Uh, Hillary Clinton stole that election from Bernie Sanders. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Funny because we're not even allowed to talk about that anymore. The theft of nominations within people's own parties, conservative and liberal. So I understand though, why maybe my, my, my thoughts sometimes sound like that. Again, as if that's a bad thing. The question I asked you in the last hour was, how is it that people like Hillary Clinton, who is so corrupt that I actually have a folder of some of her emails, things that this woman should be in, in, in federal prison for for the rest of her life, if convicted in a court of law, not a kangaroo court, Hillary Clinton is so corrupt, such a fraud, such a sociopath, such a psychopath, it makes you feel sorry for Bill Clinton. From Secret Service agents to people that have known the Clintons personally that haven't been decapitated, haven't died mysteriously, to the tune of hundreds of bodies. We know that these people are so evil and so corrupt and so, so dark we know that these people are so fraudulent. It's not really even a debatable thing. So my question is, once again, nothing has happened to Hillary Clinton at all. There's no official investigation. There's no subpoena. There's no indictment. There's no nightly news broadcasts. When CNN did cover the emails that were scrubbed, they simply said, well, we can have them. It's illegal for you to have them. We'll tell you what they say. Hunter Biden doesn't even need his home raided. He'll leave his laptop at a computer store. His iCloud was hacked. Ashley Biden just left her diary behind. Oops. Hunter Biden's iCloud account, texts, pictures, videos, according to Secret Service, of him doing drugs and engaging in salacious and illegal activities. All that was considered false and fake and 
made up when it came to the laptop. Now we've got the iCloud account back in early July. Then it's like, well, it's 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 kind of true, but let's not talk about it. Well, we also had reports that there were children on those hard drives as well. But they can't show you those pictures because they're pornographic and nobody can publish those without getting investigated or shut down or put in prison. So then we turn to Ashley Biden's diary where she says she's having showers with Joe, her dad, Joe Biden, that they were inappropriate showers, that she was turned on and that she would touch or do something to her vagina while overhearing her parents having sex. These are quotes from her diary, by the way. So Ashley Biden's diary, Hunter Biden's laptop, Hunter Biden's iCloud account, Secret Service confirming a lot of this stuff. There doesn't need to be a raid on Ashley Biden or Hunter Biden. They just leave the stuff behind. This is the kind of stuff that you would think would be on the front page of every newspaper, but it's not on the front page of every newspaper. It's barely on the last page of even the most alternative of media sources and a handful of them will publish this and that's about it. And I don't trust those sources either. So I go and try to find the original information. Like I have a copy of parts of the diary scans of the diary. I want to have actual copies of that stuff. And then Hillary Clinton can fundraise with t-shirts and hats and stickers that say, but her emails in the wake of the FBI raid on Trump's property. I imagine that Hillary Clinton was probably either partly behind it or at least informed of what was happening so she could get the fundraising out there immediately. So a woman so corrupt you can hold the crimes in your hand and Hunter Biden and Ashley Biden indicating drug abuse, pedophilia, including Joe Biden showering inappropriately with his daughter. Joe Biden telling, well, telling the Ukrainian government prosecutors should be fired or they're not getting money. One prosecutor in particular prosecuting his son, fire the prosecutor or you're not getting the billion dollars. I played it for you earlier, but it's necessary to hear this again. It's kind of hard to find. You find it on the YouTube page of the CFR, but it's kind of hard to find because it's been scrubbed. Remember they accused Donald Trump of threatening the Ukrainian president? Well, here is... Joe Biden doing precisely that. I'm desperately concerned about the backsliding on the part of uh, uh, Kiev in terms of corruption. They made, I mean, I'll, I'll give you one concrete example. I, I, I was, not I, I, but it just happened to be, that was the assignment I got. I, I, I got all the good ones. Uh, and uh, so I got Ukraine. And uh, um, I remember going over convincing our team, our <coughs> to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to the press conference. Said, "No, nah, I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Oh, son of a bitch! 
<laughs> got fired. And well, son of a bitch, he got fired. And then here is Joe Biden, two years before that, threatening Ukraine's President Poroshenko that if you don't stop Trump from looking into the money, this is going to be really, really bad for you and for your country. It's Joe Biden on the phone with Poroshenko. Take a listen to this because it's really hard to find. This is a really poor audio version of the phone call, but we do have it. I'm going to play it for you right now. This is President Biden threatening the Ukrainian president in 2016. Don't let Trump find out why we're giving you so much money. Weeks after Donald Trump's victory, Joe Biden is on the phone with Poroshenko. His voice tenser now than before. This is getting very, very close. What I don't want to have happen, I don't want Trump to get into the position where he thinks he's about to buy onto a politics where the financial system is going to collapse and he's going to be looked to to pour more money into Ukraine. That's how he'll think about it before he gets sophisticated enough to know the details. In other words, Biden does not want Ukraine asking for more money from Trump. Doing so would cause Trump to look into the details. So anything you can do to push the the Pravada Bank uh, um, to closure so that the IMF loan comes forward, I would respectfully suggest is critically important to your economic as well as physical security. It's critically important to your economic as well as physical security to make sure that you push that IMF loan through. We don't want anybody figuring out where this money's coming from and why we're giving you all this money. Billions and billions and billions and billions of dollars. Now they have a pretext to handing hundreds of billions of dollars, not extorting Ukraine's government for a billion dollars to fire a prosecutor investigating your criminal son, but hundreds of billions in the name of stopping the evil Russians Meanwhile, Amnesty International has published a report documenting what we told you was the case months ago here on The Secret Teachings. Amnesty International has published a report showing that Ukraine has absolutely placed military equipment, military vehicles, etc. around schools and around hospitals. So when the Russians attack them, well, it looks like they're attacking schools and hospitals. Amnesty International, August 4th, 2022. And they even say it doesn't justify Russia's indiscriminate attacks. But military bases set up in residential areas, including schools and hospitals, attacks launched from populated civilian areas. Ukrainian forces have put civilians in harm's way by establishing bases and operating weapons systems in populated residential areas including in schools and hospitals, as they repelled the Russian invasion that began in February. This is according to Amnesty International. Military bases and hospitals, military bases and schools, launching strikes from populated civilian areas. These are all sections of the document that Amnesty International published. It's only a couple of pages. It's two, four, five pages. They even have a section on indiscriminate attacks by Russian forces, but that last part doesn't matter. Zelensky didn't like the report. He said it was spreading 
mis and disinformation and leading to more civilians dying. So here's a man who's literally engaging in civilian warfare, killing civilians and putting civilians at risk. And he's considered a hero to the Ukrainian people, many of which have fled to Russia and to other surrounding countries. Funny that people fled to Russia from Ukraine. I thought they didn't like Russia because over the last six, seven years, tens of thousands of Russians have been slaughtered in Russian territories of Ukraine, mostly in the east. We're told that Putin just attacked indiscriminately, didn't really care, just wanted to kill a bunch of people. Well, it turns out they were putting their bases and their equipment in schools and hospitals. Ah, see how that works? We told you that months ago. I was told I was crazy, making it up, a conspiracy theorist. Anti-Ukraine, I hate blue and yellow. Turns out, it was all just a tactic. So, let's re-examine our thought experiment, shall we? Hillary Clinton, massive corruption, massive fraud, massive psychopath. You can hold her emails in your hand. That's just one of countless things this woman has done that she should be investigated and put in prison for. But because Trump couldn't be arrested or indicted or prevented from running for office under the Russian collusion story, under the obstruction of justice story, under the P-gate story, under the impeachment story part one, impeachment story part two, under the January 6th hearings, he grabbed the wheel of the, of the beast from the very back and he whipped it downtown. He wanted to go downtown, he wanted to go to the Capitol. So they just decided to raid his, his house. And the paper the document, the warrant, was signed off by none other than a almost three-decade-long personal attorney of Jeffrey Epstein, who was big friends with Ghislaine Maxwell. I'm sure they've got some videos and pictures of that guy doing some really nasty stuff because that's what the whole Epstein, British, Israeli, U.S. intelligence operation was all about. He signs off on the warrant, and now there's just this big discussion. What was, in, what was the warrant? What did they have to, what were they looking, what was the probable cause? What were they looking for? What did they confiscate? What did they find? And in the meantime, Hillary Clinton responds immediately by saying, hey, just get, get one of my hats or T-shirts that say, but her emails, literally mocking you that this, she's not in jail. She's not even investigated officially, and she can fundraise off of her criminal activity promoting it, advocating that you should support her because she's a criminal. Yet they have no evidence of anything Trump's done, so they just keep going after him and saying, well, it has to be there. There has to be proof. We, we, we know he's a criminal, just like they've done with Alex Jones, just like they do with, uh, with anybody. Social media, this is what the sock puppets and the people do on social media. Well, you said this in 2012, so that makes you a homophobe. That makes you an anti-Semite. I was called a homophobe for literally posting a link to the World Health Organization's report about monkeypox. So apparently even posting something from the World Health Organization is a homophobic statement. But it's okay for Fauci to kill gay people with drugs and experimental vaccines. That's okay. That's loving. If there was this abundance of evidence, it would be everywhere. They've had to dig for evidence on conservatives and Trump, but they've had to bury evidence on liberals and Hillary Clinton. 
Anybody else find that strange? Oh, and Joe Biden. Joe Biden threatened Ukraine, extorted them billions of dollars to fire a prosecutor from investigating his son, threatened the security and the life of former Ukrainian President Poroshenko. I played you the audio of that. Joe Biden lied about meeting with his son after his business trips. 30 times they met, at least, after foreign trips. Hunter Biden's business associates also met with Joe Biden, at least 14 of them, despite Joe Biden denying that that was true. Don't you think that maybe there should be some kind of investigation? I mean, we do have the laptop. We have the iCloud account hack. We have the Ashley Biden diary. We have drug use. We have extortion. We have misusing uh, public funds, misusing uh, your office, dereliction of duty. We have uh, desecration of, uh, of, of the rule of law. We have treason. We have all these things. And yet they just they in the hole that they have to dig to find evidence and proof of something Trump did. They're burying the evidence of what Hillary and Joe and other people like them have done. And I'm not even a Trump supporter. My question, though, is if there was evidence, don't you think that they would show it? But there's plenty of evidence for these other people. And don't you think it's strange they're not showing it? It's being buried. What does that tell you? That's really the big question tonight. What does that tell you? Everything we've talked about, everything we've discussed tonight, what does that tell you? What does it tell you when the government brags about creating new jobs like IRS agents that nobody wants? What does it tell you that those IRS agents have been training for a year in tactical maneuvers to enter people's homes with assault rifles? What does it tell you when the IRS is given authority to use deadly force? What does it tell you when the IRS is targeting churches? What does it tell you when the IRS is targeting conservatives? What does it tell you when the FBI says that if you're a capitalist or you believe in the Second Amendment, which is a right to self-defense, not even a right to own guns, but you do have a right to bear arms? People with Betsy Ross flags. I have a Betsy Ross flag hanging here in studio. I have a Gadsden flag and a box behind me. I have an entire section of one of my three bookshelves with revolutionary war material that the FBI considers evidence of militia violent extremism. What does it tell you when the FBI considers American flags and a free market and symbols of the founding of the country as signs of violent extremism and terrorism. What does it tell you when one political party and certain members of that political party can literally lie, cheat, steal, commit treason, extort other countries, sell out this country, give hundreds of billions of dollars away, send baby formula overseas, neglect their responsibilities at home, and become the domestic threat that Americans have a right and a responsibility to defend against enemies, foreign and domestic. How a president can, in his daughter's diary, be showering with his daughter inappropriately in her own words, touching herself, touching her vagina in her own words, listening to her parents have sex. Doing lines of coke off of hookers breasts. 
nude photographs, blackmail, being paid by foreign hostile communist regimes for paintings. Oh, he's a, he, Hunter Biden's a great artist. And meanwhile, all the money, all the investigation is spent looking into people who are believers in the Constitution, believers in equality, believers in justice, believers in the Republic. What does that tell you? What does it tell you when every story about Ukraine turned out to be false from the pictures of Zelensky and military fatigues to Snake Island to the story that the Russians were intentionally bombing schools and hospitals? No, they actually weren't. According to Amnesty International, this is confirmed now just a week ago. They were bombing military equipment and military bases that the Ukrainians had literally intentionally placed in and around schools and hospitals. The word evil does not suffice to describe what these people are. What does it tell you when instead of trying to understand and solve the reason why so many Americans need pharmaceutical prescription drugs Instead, we celebrate bipartisan agreement that we'll cap prescription drugs at $2,000. We'll have uh, drug companies make sure that they're not going to charge you uh, over a certain amount. But taxpayer money subsidizes those drugs anyway. Instead of being happy about subsidizing drugs with taxpayer money and then saying, hey, the government's going to pay for it because the government gets money from you. How about we just address why people are taking so many prescription drugs? Instead of celebrating billions of dollars going into green corporate welfare, why don't we incentivize young engineers and researchers and scientists to develop new technologies that are more green? Why don't we do that? Why are we pumping that money into corporations that no one's ever heard of that don't do anything? They just take the money and then disappear and go, go bankrupt like uh, all those Obama greenhouse, uh, green, uh, 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 green initiatives, greenhouse gases, green initiatives all those companies, the solar companies, et cetera. Why is California throwing all those solar panels? All that resource, all those resources wasted, all that pollution leaking in to the ground and the groundwater now? Why does the FBI consider real Americans to be terrorists? Because there is no republic. There is no America, at least being operated or functional. It is a, a, a shell. Because the idea of America sounds good, but they use American history. They use they use these these ideas like, well, America's overthrowing foreign governments and there's slavery in the past. And well, well, then that means there shouldn't be any country. And they're like, oh, okay, well then we should definitely get rid of borders and we'll let actual Nazis like Klaus Schwab, actual real literal Nazis, we'll let them take over because we don't like Nazis, but we'll let Klaus Schwab how is it that openly declared communists who hate fascists, can literally support fascists. You got kids at a, a Clovis school in California Community College. They had their flyers about how evil communism was, how many people it's killed. They had their flyers taken down because somebody was offended. You imagine the, 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 the look of the person that goes to the principal or goes to the, probably went to the psychologist first, Somebody put up mean flyers about Mao. I like Mao. Mao's a good person. Somebody put up flyers that he killed people. It's not true. They just start crying. These people killed hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of millions of people. 
and not just communists, but authoritarian governments, democide, hundreds and hundreds of millions of people, the leading cause of death in the world, governments, outside of poor lifestyle decisions made by the average person. But all the evidence in the world for Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, Ashley Biden, all these people, Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden lying about meeting with Hunter Biden's business associates, Joe Biden lying about meeting with Hunter Biden after foreign trips immediately at least 30 times, Joe Biden threatening the Ukrainian president, don't let Trump know what we're doing there, Joe Biden threatening Ukraine, extorting them to uh, fire a prosecutor for a billion dollars, and nothing. And they just bury it in the same hole that they keep digging to try to find proof of of evil conservatives or something. So I understand. I really do. I get it. Why the secret teachings might sound like a conservative radio show sometimes, but this is not a conservative radio show. This is spiritual. This is esoteric. This is a cult. This is why I tell you that the whole LGBTQ rainbow thing, the rainbow is a bridge to another world and upside down reality. It is a bridge to another dimension, another, another uh, uh, world like our own, but one that is inverted the upside down. Or things are backwards. Things are distorted. That's what the rainbow represents. This is esoteric. This is very occult. It's also historical. And I feel it a duty and a necessity to use my platform to inform you of these things. From the FBI to the IRS to Amnesty International to the laptop to the iCloud account to the diary to the audio clips that I played you tonight. Questions of how Hillary Clinton can literally fundraise on criminal behavior and uh, nothing is done to her. And then they say there is no weaponization of the Department of Justice. There's no weaponization of any of these things. And that's what a lot of conservatives are talking about today. I understand that. It makes me sound like a conservative. I'm an American. I'm a radio host. I'm a human. I don't like there to be corruption. And I see corruption and I want to expose it. I see hypocrisy anywhere, and I want to expose it. And that is the whole point of this radio show, exposing hypocrisy, exposing double standards, exposing people that are lying, that are grifting, that are manipulating, that are gaslighting. That's the goal. That's my goal. Show you how they blame gas prices on everybody. They don't take any responsibility. Then they drop a few cents and they're like, look, they've been falling for, se- falling for several days. They're $4 a gallon now on average. Look, isn't that good? Well, no, it's double the price that it was before. That's not good. Oh, look, inflation, it, it leveled off at 0%. But it's increased how many percentage points? Like, what, how, how, how far has this, this inflation gone? And then it stops for a little bit and they're like, look, it stopped, so we're good. No, we're not good. <laughs> it's, it's gaslighting. By the way, the earth spun faster than usual on June 29th, and apparently that triggered climate anxiety. Apparently the earth spinning faster or slower, that's also climate change, according to NBC News, August 10th, 2022. That's a a doozy to think about over the weekend. The earth spun faster, and people are blaming that on climate change. Yes, it's climate change is spinning the entire planet faster. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Thank you so much for tuning in this evening this morning, this afternoon, whenever and wherever you're listening. Please subscribe to the archive to get access to the show, the montages, early access to the show, and a private RSS feed. You support us. We stay on air Monday through Friday, five nights a week, 10 p.m. Pacific to midnight, 
two hours, Monday through Friday, right after Ground Zero and Clyde Lewis. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, Aftermath FM, the app, and uh, GroundZero.radio, best ways to listen to the show. And then after the show, the SecretTeachings.info archive. Check us out at TheSecretTeachings.info, Facebook.com forward slash TheSecretTeachings, TST underscore underscore radio. There's a lot more where this came from next week here on The Secret Teachings. I hope you have a good weekend, safe weekend. Stay informed and you stay healthy. And we'll talk to you on Monday. <laughs>